Welcome to People Power Politics. I'm Nick Sons. And so for this week's episode, I was originally going to take a deep dive into zero-based budgeting, but that kind of got sidelined because of national events. And so now we're going to you know, look at the, uh, the issues going on in the international sphere as well as here at home. And, and, you know, I'm going to connect this all with uh, the upcoming Memorial Day weekend because, after all, Memorial Day is much more about hot dogs and picnics and barbecues. So, real quick, so we have to discuss the North Korean summit that will no longer be occurring. Mr. Trump, President Trump, was hoping, you know, to hold this historic summit and to, you know, somehow get I guess the end goal really was to get the two Koreas uh, re reunified. I guess was the end goal with the Trump administration, or that that was what they were hoping to do. I'm I'm guessing. However, that has not you know that that will not be occurring. And really, what we need to you know look at here is. This is the first time we've seen international diplomacy play out so much in, you know, the public sphere. Because it used to be, you know, that they would negotiate, you know, in back rooms and, you know, they would negotiate months and months and months before anything would <clears throat> would be concrete. However, that is not occurring anymore. And it makes me wonder if they had been negotiating you know, for months behind the scenes, would this historic meeting still be occurring? You know, would would the historic meeting still be on track? But because it's all out in the open, it it isn't. And I think that that may be that that may go down in history as being one of this president's flaws as as far as his leadership style is, because he doesn't appear to. Number one, not like the national spotlight on him. And number two, he doesn't understand that when you're negotiating in the international arena, it's best to do things behind the scenes where the news media can't see it and where everything is not all around, you know, where there isn't cameras all around. And, you know, somebody put it to me this way. Egos are getting in the way of a historical moment. Egos on both sides. So, I mean, they, they had said egos are getting in the way of history. So if we expand on that, egos from both sides, from, you know, the United States side to the North Korean side. I'm, you know, I, I guess I'm really surprised by Mr. Trump's reasoning for canceling the summit because he, you know, we know the reason he canceled it was because he said you know, that the reason given was because the North Koreans had called uh, Vice President Pence a political dummy. So, I mean, I guess because Pence's feelings were hurt, Donald Trump decided, oh, you know what? We're not going to go go along with international diplomacy. So, in other words, it's just like with U.S. policy in the Trump White House. Don't hurt the president's feelings because if you do you won't be able to get anything done. That's really interesting. And it's, I guess it's, it's more so, it's, it's, it's more a low point in American diplomacy 
and really in American uh, politics because it, it shows that we have a president who is so weak-skinned, so thin-skinned, that if you upset him in the slightest way, he has a real problem with it. And that's really just a, a bad a bad thing. And it, it makes not only politics here at home more difficult, it's going to end up making politics abroad more difficult. It's going to make getting international agreements signed, doing things of, of the nature of like leading, you know, of, of American leadership and, and, you know, America leading the world forward. It's going to make that all, all the much more difficult. And, you know, you also had, you know, a federal judge this week. I, you know, this was one of those stories that it was really underreported. A federal judge ruled that President Trump cannot block his political critics on Twitter, and I'm guessing this right here would just simply apply on other social media platforms. And it's really, it's, a, it's an issue that's actually connected to the issue of the NFL decision this week, which the NFL, for those who don't know, came out and issued a, uh, a ruling that they were going to ban players from kneeling. And both of these issues have to deal with the First Amendment. So the First Amendment to the United States Constitution is, you know, the, the one that protects freedom of speech, freedom of religion, uh, the right to assemble, right to petition, and all of those things. And, you know, that's really the what's at stake here, and that's really the problem here. So, you know... Let's discuss first the issue of President Trump wanting to block his political opponents, if you will. I mean, and, and these really aren't even political opponents. These are private citizens going about their private lives who feel the need to criticize President Trump. And I'm going to actually read the First Amendment here. Congress shall make no law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or abridging the freedom of speech, or of the press, or the right of the people, peaceably to assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances. That's amendment number one to the United States Constitution. So what Mr. Trump was doing when he blocked people on Twitter was he was banning them from exercising their free speech. It is not a crime to criticize your government. It is not a crime to criticize your leaders. It is not a crime to dissent in America. And, you know, Mr. Trump is someone who, again, going back to what I had said about North Korea, is someone who's so thin-skinned that he's offended easily. And I guess because he feels that He's doing the tweeting himself that he can then block certain people that he doesn't like. And, you know, a federal judge has ruled that, again, that's illegal. And moments, you know, I was on my Twitter just moments ago, and uh, he had yet to start unblocking accounts. So really what this shows is, is he going to, you know, begin the unblocking process, or is he going to keep 
you know, these people blocked. And if that's the case, then we have a problem on our hands and it's a First Amendment violation. And this would, you know, clearly be grounds for impeachment. But I think that there's other issues which are more severe, which warrant grounds for impeachment. And hey, guess what? Republicans in Congress are refusing to do anything. Um, you know, that's that's why, you know, people are, you know, that's why the Democrats are so fired up right now is because it's likely that they're going to end up taking back the House and possibly the Senate. I mean, anyone who's studied the uh, Constitution and has studied Congress and, you know, civics in America understands that. And I know I'm on a tangent, but they understand that um, impeachment, articles of impeachment must begin in the House. The Senate prosecutes uh, any sort of impeachment proceedings. So getting to the NFL issues. So the National Football League ruled that they would be banning NFL players from kneeling or sitting during the National Anthem. And again, this is another First Amendment issue. So because of, you know, speech has loosely been, you know, now, now is understood as expression. You know, if I'm talking, I'm clearly expressing myself. So the issue with freedom of speech is, or sorry, with the NFL, the issue is freedom of speech. They're, you know, violating freedom of speech. They're violating the First Amendment. And I actually think that this is likely going to end up going to the U.S. Supreme Court. And I think that the U.S. Supreme Court is going to end up ruling that players have a right if they want to kneel, you know, or, or dare I say it, they also have a right to sit because, again, it is freedom of speech, which is freedom of expression. And, you know, therefore, they should be allowed to do so because they are American citizens. Therefore, the Constitution applies to them. Um, you know, so that that I think is going to go to the Supreme Court. And I actually I think that it will be a near unanimous decision from the Supreme Court. And, you know, now I'm going to. You know, I, Memorial Day weekend is Monday. Or Memorial Day is Monday. Clearly, it's Memorial Day weekend. And, uh, you know, I think, you know, Memorial Day has become, for a lot of Americans, you know, picnics, barbecues, and brews. And I think that, you know, really, we need to get back to Memorial Day is about remembering how we still have our freedoms and how we will continue to have our freedoms. And that's really because of the men and the women in our armed forces. Some of them have, you know, have uh, died protecting the nation, protecting the freedoms that we all as Americans value. And I think that, you know, that that's really something, you know, that we should try to inform more people of. It's not about the picnics. It's not about the barbecues. You know, yes, those things are all great and everything. However, there are still common things in America which unite us all as Americans. And one of those things should be Memorial Day. And it's something that I think will, you know, end up uniting all Americans on Monday. will end up being Memorial Day because that's something that, you know, we can all come on around. And, you know, give our thanks to the men and the women who have stood up for this country and who continue to stand up for the freedoms that we all enjoy as Americans. 
And I'm going to leave it at that. This has been People Power Politics. I can be found on Twitter at Nick Sones. And um, on Medium, uh, medium.com backslash at Nick Sones. You can read um, some of my stuff in written format there. Again, this has been another episode of People Power Politics. I'm Nick Sones.